everywhere to be frightened of and hit now on Halloween what better time to talk about things like clowns and zombies crazy witches psycho killers psycho killer nurses Sam Squanch huh Sam Squanches yeah we've got to put that in the jar <laughs> we got a thing called the jar of horrors tonight the jar of what you heard me. Horse? Horse. Horrors. Horror. So happy Halloween, everybody. But you know what we got to do before we can talk about all these great things? We got to play the theme song. Spooky theme song. everybody live from the Dutch Hall. This is the best best, best podcast ever come out best. of Pine Grove. The it's best the and the best. The best Pine Grove the best Pine Grove to ever come out of podcast. God damn tell, right. I'll tell you why. It's because we have the best band in podcast history. The nocturnal emissions are in the house. Hey, all right. 
comprised of Steve the Reluctant German. Hey. Michael the Michael Bow, the band leader. Lead us, Michael, lead us. The man that writes the music for the show. The somewhat absent Dave Charters is here. The rooster. And playing plucking that sweet, sweet bass. Is Whiskey Wes Hagens, everyone. Alright. And I'm your host. Two-time President's Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke. Let's get the show on the road. Oh, nice. I should click that at the end, yeah. Hi, everybody. It's Halloween, or it's not Halloween. It's uh, it's in the Halloween season. We're getting close to the... Uh, hold on a second. I'm just going to shut the West's bass off for a sec. Which one is it? There we go. Hey. Little buzz. Anyway, just gave it a little buzz, but it, it's a Halloween season, so we're thinking about stuff. Mike, you got a big Halloween party you're planning, planning, right? Yes. So right. making your house all spooky, spooky spider webs and whatnot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> some eyeball dip and 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 what have you? Maybe such some candy corn. That's the thing. If it was it was up to you to throw this party, if it wasn't uh, because you and your and your lovely girlfriend, sweet sweet Kelly, she is sweet. This would just be a bunch of people saying, bring your own coolers. Yeah, BYOB. It's a roof I'm giving you, <laughs> and I'm working on the uh, playlist. Yeah, that's right? exactly, exactly what it is. <laughs> right. Just, that's my job. Playlist, <laughs> ice, and beer. Yeah, that's it. Done. And then it's the party's plan. But when it's, uh, when it's uh, with you and your girlfriend, it's a bit of a different story. you got to think about the whole, the whole uh, accoutrement. Yeah, the, there's a list. Is that the right word? Sounds no, right. Yeah, the stuff that Fancy accompanies word. it. You know? Touch all words. Touch all words that <laughs> make it sound sense after a few Bud Lights <laughs> or random beers that are unsponsored, right? That's right. <laughs> you know, it's been a big week, though. A lot of us have had a, a big week. I don't think we've talked to you guys since your Swazis gig, or have we? Mm, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't think so. And then Charters, you even played a, a Moonlight was it called the, the moon right. festival it was a, it was a nice pop-up music festival is what it was in delhi ontario right have, have a drink for the norfolk county listeners ah. <laughs> just popped up right on main street right it was right. it was uh cold as fuck that's right. how i like to describe it so it didn't really pop up <laughs> no it was more like shriveled up <laughs> Shriv- shriveled up festival yeah the but, old uh, shriveled up festival. Yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> they had they had the street closed off Main Street in Delhi, which was nice. They had some fire pits out in the street to keep people warm. Now, if you're gonna have a festival in Delhi, you, what you need is to have at least one horrible drunk. <laughs> Did you at least have that? <laughs> you know, we had. Uh, we always like to encourage audience participation and dancers in front of the stage. And there was one guy who was dancing the whole time. Did you right. have a? No soles on the bottom of his shoes and a uh, bike that was broken. I didn't see a bike or his shoes, but I did. Was see he wearing his, a string headband? His insulated coveralls. <laughs> <laughs> insulated coveralls. That oh yeah, that's yeah, the, the gentleman insu- I'm thinking of. Then <laughs> insulated coveralls and a nice old-looking beat-up cowboy hat that that actually fell off his head w- during a big dance number for one of our songs when he actually fell down and, and rolled out of a big fall, a big dance fall. A dance fall, eh? Yeah, rolled out of it. It's hit his head, I think. Oh, you hate I, seeing that happen to your biggest fan, eh? I know. I was worried, but then he popped up and uh, to do a big round of applause from everyone because <laughs> I think everyone was glad we didn't have to call 911. Oh, Even the band was applauding the guy. Oh, that, yeah. It's like, like in that Weezer video with Buddy Holly, when uh, you know the one where it's like Happy Days? You know, it's like, yep. and then uh, at the end, Fonzie's dancing. He's doing those real w- wicked dance moves. 
and everybody else in the uh, even the band uh, applauds Fonzie's dancing, and then he walks out with a couple of women at the end. Like uh, that's the, have you, that's the type of thing where you're really owning the room, man. Eh? Yeah, this <laughs> was when just the band like that. claps for you. <laughs> this you was know? just like that, only not as cool. On the streets, <laughs> right on Main Street. But this guy was the show. He was more of the show than you were. Yeah, uh, he's all I was watching. You know what? He, you know what he had? He had. Uh, he was a performer, is what he was. Oh you yeah. Know? Dave, he wasn't a. What you are is more of a technician. <laughs> that's right. right. But what yeah. this man had in his bones was just the ability to perform. He yeah. owned the room, eh? And uh, drink a lot of whiskey. I don't know what <laughs> he was drinking. I, gin. I never saw him once go into the beer area. Like there was a there was a fenced off area where you could buy beer from New Limburg. Right. Oh, New Limburg. Plug for New Limburg. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, Limburg. Never saw him go in there once. But he was definitely enjoying something that was. You know, maybe he was just mentally ill. <laughs> it is Mental Illness Awareness Month. Maybe. Oh, well, shout out to him then. <laughs> Word up. <laughs> hey, he had insulated coveralls on. He couldn't well, be that dumb. He was also the warmest guy at the party. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right, actually. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> who's who's mentally ill now? He's the only guy that was dressed for the occasion. Yeah. You know, but I think that, uh, Dave, you, you didn't have to say he was mentally ill. You just had to say he was a fan of yours. <laughs> and I think yeah, and no more needed to be said. Yeah. yeah. The other <laughs> awesome part of that party, if I could just say one more thing, was... Uh, we finished our set list with uh, it was a it was a Neil Young celebration. It was called Harvest Moon Festival, right? And so they told us we had to play three Neil Young songs as part of our set, like as a tribute to the to Neil Young, great Canadian musician. Mm-hmm. So we finished with "Rockin' in the Free World" and just you know really rocked it out. <laughs> and then right after us was the Neil Young tribute band that was also finishing with "Rockin' in the Free World." <laughs> <laughs> they came up to the stage just shaking their heads like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, following the rules. Yeah, the oh, it's, I it took me just to now to get it that it's because it was Harvest Moon Festival that it's yeah it was Harvest Moon Neil, Neil Young, Young. Yeah. Uh, I get the tie in now. They didn't think there was gonna be any crossovers on the songs. <laughs> Once you uh, yeah, fuck? you should probably lay that out. Yeah, yeah. probably but, gonna be a couple crossovers. It's like you did like like when you had the at Bushstock there was a hip cover band. You don't play the hip right before them. Yeah, right. right. Exactly. That right so that band had to, while they were bringing their stuff to the stage, they had to listen to us play "Rocking in the Free World." Yeah, awesome. they're setting up and listening <laughs> that's a to this. Uh, that, yeah. yeah, it's like so listen to someone tell your own joke, tell the joke that's kind of similar to yours, and you're like, "Ah, oh, shit." Yeah. How am I gonna follow that guy with the same fucking thing? They were really good. I can't remember. I think they were called Harvest, and they were good. Oh yeah. Yep. They were good at what they did for sure. Did anyone come out to see them? Was it much of a crowd? Because the uh, weather was kind of chilly. I would I would say at most there was maybe thirty people like at one time people were coming and going. There's lots of walk like uh, people out walking from Delhi. You know they'd walk through, going oh, yeah. out for a bit. And back. Yeah, oh, that's cool. So they had a lot of people. You got a lot of, a lot of people through it. That's good. Well, anyways, you know what I did? Charters, you fucker. No, what'd you do? <laughs> I went. Uh, I went to uh, Toronto to do uh, some comedy gigs. Oh, T dot. Yeah, yeah. I think I was kind of twisted. I think you're responsible for me doing it. You kind of like <laughs> twisted my arm in a certain way, you know? <laughs> so I did it upon uh, your recommendation, and uh, it went okay. It went okay. Before we get into the stories about how it went, I want to just check in with our uh, Facebook Live crew. Oh, Facebook. Uh, is there anybody on that thing, Jane? My wife, Jane, is recording us for Facebook Are Live. Any hearts or thumbs up? Four people. Four people. Right. Can you talk into a microphone? Who said that? Matt Ferguson. Matt Ferguson. Oh, I had fun, you fuckers. Manny Fajo says, finally a good reason to use Facebook Live. 
Manny. Thanks, Manny. <laughs> oh, so we did get some people on there. Okay. Great. Well, this is the first time trying it. So, uh, yeah, I'll take one, Dave. Um, yeah, we are missing an important part of our show today. We didn't mention in the opening our bartender, a bus driver, and my brother, mm-hmm. Paul Paul Van Dyke, or Paul Hall Bartender, as he's known on Facebook. He was injured in a horrible accident. I like to believe he was scared by a clown. And then he tumbled to a horrible doom where he felt he broke both of his ankles. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not laughing at him. Yeah, I'm not laughing horrible. at him. It's, it's terrible. Awful. This man it's needs awful. his ankles. He needs them to make a living and Just feed his family. His ankles. Thanks, but he didn't break them, thank goodness. He's, uh, he's okay. So Paul is going to be... He's just resting with his feet up tonight yeah. because he's... Well, uh, take her easy, Paul. you got to take it easy and see if we get those those uh, wheels back and, and, and working for him. Yeah, we need somebody to come say the C word here. We're missing it. Yes, this right. is it. You know, the, the whole point of it is that the rest of us are good uh, good people, you know, family men and such, and uh, Christians and, and some, some of the staunch Catholics like Charters. You know, we can't be saying the, the C word all the time, so we had our brother to do it for us. If I keep throwing around willy-nilly, you know, it lacks the punch exactly. of when you get hold it. You know, Paul has a certain tone that just works. Yeah, so you can throw in a nice word. So we're hoping maybe, Jane, if you feel up to it, if you hear, feel a need <laughs> just to yell out some horrible obscenities, just yell it out loud because you're not on mic, okay? So you just have to yell God, really loud. <laughs> Get well soon, Paul. Get well soon. Get well soon, Paul. Otherwise, we're, we're going to have to do the swearing for you this week. That's right. Um, I was in Toronto. And uh, one of the things, yeah, it wasn't my favorite place to go, to be honest. <laughs> Can't be. I'm not a huge Toronto fan because it's one, it's far, it's a long way to go, and two, it's like uh, it's like you're going to space. It really is like you're going to another planet, you know, where everyone lives close together, and uh, it's all just like they're dressed fancy and it's different, right? It's like the city of entitlement. They talk a lot about stuff that we don't talk about here. Like they talk about white privilege a lot, you know. Like I hear a lot of people talking about white privilege. I don't know anything about white privilege. I don't even know what that means. Did I get some of it? Because I don't think anyone's getting bothered around here. Like, I know, you know, like, I don't know. What, what's the deal with white privilege? Isn't white privilege just supposed to be that you, that we don't get hassled by the cops and we get cabs easier and stuff like that? Is that, Is that right. what it means? I can only get it off the media because I don't have any experience with it. With my friends that are, that are like another... Uh, race or whatever they don't seem to be any different than than the rest of us i don't notice any different privilege or rules they're just people i get it it's the same thing for everybody right but i guess in the city it's more noticeable maybe because people are more in tight communities of the same cultures and then they notice a difference in the way they're treated oh yeah because they're profiled or whatever i don't know they profile themselves where in, in a country maybe in the country maybe they're like uh it's more of a melting pot where everyone just gets assimilated into the community and then and it's they, just then no one's treated any different because yeah. there's just not enough people, groups to go around. Yeah, you know? it takes yeah. a half an hour for the cops to get here either way. So, right. you know, we're far apart. It's yeah, like Rudy, like Rudy Hogg was on here from uh, uh, Huck Jen, right? And he said he was mad because we had on Brandon Sobel and, and we called him the first uh, a Jewish person we ever had on the show. Ding, ding, ding. And he's like, I'm the first Jew, right? <laughs> but he lives here in uh, in Norfolk County mm-hmm. where, you know, like he just gets, it's not like he's walking around with a yarmulke. 
as they say. As some might say. But, you know, like, he, he's uh, in a big curly sideburns. He's just like, uh, you know, he's sim- he just like blends right in, right? Because there's not, there's no, there's no community of people that are doing weird stuff that you or that you don't see every day or whatever. Yeah, it's weird, eh? It's good to preserve your culture, I think, and all that. But when you start to get people thinking collectively like that, what that also does is it automatically segregates you from other people who are thinking collectively. You know, you you're not right. just becoming part of a group; you're also becoming not part of other groups. Right, right, right. It just happens. You can't stop it. Right. You know. Because you look at the immigration, and they all, all move to the big cities, right? Because they can find their community of yeah, people that came from where they came from, so it's less of a culture shock for them. Like, I have a buddy of mine, he, he like, uh, adopts families or whatever, brings over families that are refugees, you know? But he brings them from, I think, Africa instead of, like, from uh, Syria. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got trouble keeping them in a small town because it's so different for them even though everyone's being super nice to them they still like want to get to the city as quick as they can to get out of this like weird pleasantville kind of right. scenario where they're the only ones that look different than everyone else you know you know what i mean yeah they, they feel more like normal when they're surrounded with people they, that, that are all culture. you know maybe it went through a similar experience to get them there or whatever you know what i mean that's not funny anyways but anyways, we're in. Uh, <laughs> oh, it <is>. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting deep. Yeah, really yeah. deep, really deep thoughts of Pete Van Dyke. But anyways, uh, that's some. You know what? Some people are scared of deep thoughts. They should go in the jar of horrors. 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 Ching, ching, ching. The jar of horrors. Well, it sounds horrible. The jar of horrors. Yes, not and that. I'm sorry. Who said it? Oh, sir. Oh, Tasha's on there. Hey, Tasha. I did want to talk about Tasha while she's on Facebook Live. Charters, this is for you. You uh, son of a bitch, you go on that podcast, <laughs> right? The Barbie girls were nice enough to have you and I on their podcast, oh, yeah. li- Life from the Barbie Mansion. And when we're when you're on there, you, you this is exactly what you say, okay? You say, um, you know, I heard a lot of stories about you girls, uh, some of them on air, some of them off air. Do you remember saying that? Yeah, I would say that's accurate. That's accurate. Okay. Like not that I, I said it is accurate, but also it's an accurate fact. Okay. Let's just go ahead and get into this because I want to say, because then you, t- then the girls sit there and say, oh, really? What did they say off air, right? Say it to me now. What what, what secrets are they telling? Yeah. It makes it sound like there's a big juicy story going on behind the scenes, that something's going on, but that something dirty happened or whatever. And then you mention a tent. Nothing happened in any goddamn tent. No. You're misleading the po- po- the population to believe with your innuendo that there's something that happened that was unsavory. These are two debutantes from Tennessee, <laughs> right? Classy girls. And you're making it seem, seem like there's some sort of shady things going on behind the scenes. You think I was tarnishing their reputation? No, by, that. By you're tarnishing my reputation and the reputation of my cousin Michael. Well, you, you weren't the only two on that trip. I don't know why you would assume I was talking about you two. <laughs> well, what I stories was there? I don't know. You're, you, what, what, what didn't we say on air? I'm not going to say it on air now. Oh, Jesus. Oh, you're, you're still doing the same know. thing. You're trying I, to make it seem like something happened. There is nothing. Okay. We said everything. The only thing you could come up with was some other hen thing, and we, out of respect, said we wouldn't say that, right? It's radio, right, with listeners. I'm just trying to make it interesting. Right. That's all. I'm get, I guess. But what you're doing is you're stirring the pot, Dave Charters. You're supposed to, we're supposed to be nice to people. 
You're starting to mix it up. You're starting to mislead people. Anyways, I want to get that off my chest. Okay, if you feel guilty about it, then that's... Guilty about what? Got, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea why you... Well, you're, you're in, you're innuendo there. Yeah. Like, you got a big juicy tidbit to... Innuendo? You don't even have any story. That's the thing. You still say you won't tell it on air. There's nothing to tell. You don't have anything to tell. You're right. There was nothing that happened. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> I, could, I think I was, we were pretty clear. There was actually pretty everything we said we said on air. Anyways, that was it for charters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Great Anyways. interview, girls. Thanks for calling. It was a lot of fun. It was fun, actually. Yeah, and that episode turned out pretty good. Uh, you know, uh, we... Uh, I was in Toronto and did these shows, right? The one show that I did was called The Danger Room. I, I, I wasn't supposed to do it, right? But it was uh, yeah. I did a show. It went pretty good. And then I went to, this, uh, to do a second show, and uh, it, was, it wasn't running that night. So I went to this third place called The Danger Room, and it was uh, heckling was encouraged, oh. and heckling and booing was in, were encouraged. You know? Awesome. It was a safe place for hecklers, right? Sounds awful. What? Right, so the, the whole point is that they're going to tear you to shreds up there, and you have to defend yourself. Well, I wasn't really prepared for it, so I just... <laughs> you volunteered for this? Yeah, I did it on purpose for free. Wow. Yeah, I did it on purpose for free where I took jokes that I loved dearly, and I went and, <laughs> and uh, told them to have them tell me that it's the stupidest thing they've ever heard, right? Wow. And that it's like, you think that's funny? You know, like stuff like that. Like really hurtful things. <laughs> <I'm> deep in <laughs> and some mind. of them were like assholes, like you expect them to say it. But some of them were like these like nice little Asian girls that just go like, "You suck." You loser. <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh man, you seem so sweet, you know." But you didn't hate anyone but me. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So I ended up having a good show, and then I have this really horrible like where you question your whole existence <laughs> show. And then I drove home an hour and a half, right? Nice. And then, uh, so that's a nice way to take the good experience and just wash it from memory. <laughs> <laughs> and then I did uh, Yuck Yucks in uh, uh, Toronto, I think on Tuesday. Yeah, on Tuesday. Super fan Manny Fajo drove me up to the city. Oh, Manny. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we had, uh, uh, I did the show, it went good. And then I uh, actually hit my time. I was really trying to hit my five minutes, so I hit my time pretty good. And I pulled an audible at the last minute, switched jokes around, so I was really happy that I hit my time and everything. So I was pretty pleased. And then afterwards, a famous person's uh, daughter went on stage. You want to play a guessing game? I'll give you a hint since you can guess who it is. All right. Okay? It's a famous Canadian's daughter. I was offended, or she seemed like she was offended by my act, by a word I said, whore. It was whore. Not whore, like whore. the jar of whores. But whore like a two-bit whore. <laughs> right? Let's be clear about Anne Murray's clear. daughter. Was it Anne Murray's daughter? No, it was, a, it was a, male, a, male, a male Canadian celebrity. Dan Aykroyd's daughter. No, he was, he's, he's known for being... Jim Carrey's daughter. No, he's known for being part of a comedy duo. Oh. And uh, his partner in the duo is American. Bob and Doug. Uh, yeah, oh, you that's said who Dan I was Aykroyd. thinking. Hmm. No. Cheech and Chong. Ah, Tommy yeah. Chong's daughter? Tommy Chong's daughter. You what? got it. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, <laughs> Steve got it. Nailed it. So it was Tommy Chong's daughter, Precious Chong. She went up. Precious. Out. Precious. Precious Chong. He wasn't stoned when he named her, was he? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, I don't think so. What in the fuck? Anyways, Precious Chong went up there. She seems like a very nice person, by the way. I'm not trashing her or anything like that, but I do a joke where I Josh use the word, name. I do the word whore. Right? Yeah, you're just trashing her name a little bit because it's funny. And then uh, 
I used the word whore, and she, she went up on stage and said, I guess I'm one of those whores he was talking about, right? Ouch. But in the context of my joke, I was looking out for whores who are people that are attracted to me, right? People that would be attracted to me and trying to ruin my marriage with my wife. You know what I mean? And so th- those women I referred to as whores, and then she said, maybe I'm one of those whores, which to me means maybe... She liked you. She liked mm, me. Yeah. She felt that I was uh, handsome. She That's just So maybe instead of like offending her, I should have said I titillated oh. a famous celebrity's uh, daughter, right? <laughs> Sorry, right. sorry, Tommy. Sorry. sorry. And uh, either way. It. You can't help it. You have a natural musk. I can't help it. All it was was the musk and the, and really the confidence that was get garnered to me by Manny Fajo the entire road up. He was like my hype man, eh? That's nice. Right? Yeah, what I great. asked him to do, I said, Manny, can you give me a drive to Toronto? And what, you, what I want you to do is just tell me I'm great the whole way up. <laughs> tell me I'm great. Like, like Tyson's guy that goes in front of him say, this is the champ of the world. Yeah. Champion of the world, right? That's what I wanted yeah, him to do for an hour and a half. Golfers have that. They'll have like a hype guy. To do they have golfers the, do yeah, that to too? Yeah, in the zone. Really? They, they just like tell the them guy. they're awesome? Yeah, they just tell them they're great at everything and they get in the zone. <laughs> oh man, I need one of those things. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a thing. Well, Sound, it worked like, like a charm. One. Worked like a charm. Worked at Yuck Yucks this oh, week. Manny. And I do have a couple gigs to plug. I do have, uh, oh darn it, I do have, is that thing still working? How long does it go on for? Forever. Forever. And you just keep going back? Hey, Facebook. And then do you go back and watch it again? Like you can, yeah. I've you seen can. like a few bands that I follow. Uh, they do like the Facebook Live, and it's like uh, it, it's always different times. But, yeah, it's just as long as the people record for. Yep. Your friends on Facebook, when they log onto their Facebook tomorrow, they'll see this video. Oh, really? Really spreading our eagle's wings. Oh, it is nice to get the word out there about the Dutch Hall. That's right. You know, another way to do it, the only thing I wanted to talk about uh, we, uh, is uh, we, we don't have time. We should really get into feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. Feedback. Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback. This week's feedback is brought to you by our friends at Amazon. You know what you guys should do? There's so many of you fuckers that say to me, you have to, uh, uh, I do Amazon shopping, but I don't, uh, I don't use your, your uh, website and just click on the extra step. Even the bartender Paul said I should do it and I don't do it enough, right? People will say that all the time to me. I hear it constantly. They tell me they don't go on the Life from the Dutch Hall website, click on the Amazon banner and then do their Amazon shopping. I know it's one more step. So easy. But it's an easy step and it helps uh, bring back some of that, a little bit of money to help this show out. And you know what we're going to be investing in next? I already figured it out. Headphones. We need them. Oh. We're headphone, I'm headphone shopping currently. Mine sound great today. You got a weird set on it. Did you bring them from home? No, they were here. I don't They're know. Finn Diesel. No, really? <laughs> Double X. Be like Double triple X. X. Double X or triple X. Take your pick. <laughs> well, you look fancy. I think those are meant for people. Those are like the bottom of the barrel headphones, actually. But <laughs> you think they sound good? They, yeah. We lost it. All right. Oh, the pressure's off. We're no oh. more Facebook Live. Bye-bye, Facebook. Let your gut out, Dave. Sign <laughs> oh, my phone oh, died. Oh, thank goodness. Oh. Yeah, it was just a... Oh, so much pressure. Well, we did it, folks. We did it. That was our first fa- thing in the Facebook Live. Now we're just on, t- on the regular interweb, like uh, iTunes, and uh, the Facebook and the Twitter 
and uh, Instagram. Instagram and stuff, you know, and that's what that's what we're really all about is yeah. when we get feedback from our friends. Mm-hmm. This week, you know what? The best feedback we got was from two people, one of which said that he thought that uh, Lori and Manny were both very funny on last week's show. All right. They were, and they were great. Another one said, quoted me the line of the week, and he said that uh, he quoted me the line the line of the week, and then he then I ended up uh, spinning it into a joke that I now use on stage. And I'll tell you who these people are. They're not only the Nocturnal Emissions' own Dave Charters and Michael Bow. Oh, right. And I'll tell you, those are two great pieces of feedback from last week's show. And for a really rare instance, I'm going to name co-listeners of the week Michael and David <laughs> hey, Dave, oh my god wow. that's right this is our week it's our week Dave oh, I feel so special right? you know what you think Holy it's like you're, because you're because you work there you shouldn't be able to win the draws and but stuff no. like that no fucking way man you guys are listeners <laughs> and you should be treated as such because you do listen to the show and you get feedback and that's what I appreciate I like and you, how we can win that's yeah you great. can win I'm going to try harder, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> Jake, can you do me one more uh, favor? Can you please? That's, that was his intent. Can you grab me that calendar that's on the bulletin board there? <laughs> hey, I do have a couple gigs to plug. I got uh, Yuck Yucks coming up next uh, Wednesday. Which, which uh, Yuck, Yuck Yucks Hamilton. Hamilton. Sorry. Yeah. Yuck Yucks Hamilton. Hammer. And uh, thank you, Michael, because I would have forgot that. But Yuck Yucks Hamilton on Wednesday. And then I also have uh, in Cambridge on uh November. You're just looking at porn right now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, November the 9th, which is also Wednesday in the key, the Kiwi in Cambridge. I'm I'm on that show. November 9th, Kiwi in Cambridge. And I have Yuck Yucks Hamilton on November the 2nd or 3rd or whatever that is. 2nd. All right, that's that's it. You guys got anything to plug? We we get busted our balls as part of this with from listeners that we don't uh plug our shit enough but that's that's all i don't think we have anything uh coming up right now but we are actively going to start thinking about (laughs) booking some gigs the nocturnal emissions nocturnal emissions get on the line all together it's uh the winter hibernation we're but we're brewing some good tunes that are ready to Mm -hmm. spew into your ear holes yes i'm very excited about this winter we're also planning a lot uh dutch hall comedy tour which Man. I'm very excited about. It's, it's all for the same thing. We're scoping out buses right now. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> this is going to be so much fun. We're going to have such a good time. Oh, yeah. Anyways, uh, what we should do uh, is uh, well, there's one guy. He gives us feedback each and every week. He does it by iTunes because we're available on iTunes, and he gives us five stars most of it, each and every week. And he's our good buddy, the Haitian Dwarf. Let's hear it for him. Your spooky hole's my only goal. Hi ho, We did it. Yes. We nailed that one. We nice. actually did pretty good there, Jacobs. So, uh. <laughs> Drop the paper. <laughs> yeah. Enough of the negative. We just c- killed it. So, uh, Haitian Dwarf gives us feedback every and every week. This week he entitles Matthew. Which, if you remember, there was a big hurricane that went through, and oh. I think it hit Haiti. Oh, no. Oh, yes. And we hadn't heard from the Haitian dwarf in two weeks. And then now he writes us this. He goes, I am currently under the weather, literally. 
<laughs> Please send help. <laughs> right? No, no, he goes on. Oh. He, <laughs> Apologies for missing the uh, feedback two weeks ago as iTunes rejected my entry yet again. But not for last week as the feedback was actually there. It didn't get noticed for some reason. Perhaps alcohol? And then he goes, anyways, keep up the good work. Most of the people on the show are nailing it week after week. <laughs> and uh, so there's someone that he's thinking is, is not nailing it. And I, he doesn't mention who. Bag. <laughs> but it seems, it seems he seems like he's been pointing this at me lately, <laughs> is what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's subtle. You need to read between the lines over the weeks, but over the weeks. But he doesn't yeah. seem to be a big fan of what I'm doing lately. <laughs> I maybe I've got my eye off the ball a bit. I don't know. Were you? But, but maybe he's right. What we should do right now is that's that's the feedback segment. The only way, the only thing we should do is mention our good friends at Van Dyke Party Services. Oh, oh yeah. yes. Because Van Dyke Party Services brought to you by CleanFlow. Cleanflow. And CleanFlow sent me a nice jacket I was wearing here with a nice a nice CleanFlow jacket. Sent one for me, sent one for my brother. I wonder if they'd like a jingle, a CleanFlow jingle. And they sure would like a jingle. Work on I'll it. tell you that right now, Dave. They just like it. That. It's what least we can do for all the broken things that we have. Did you from see the, uh, high <laughs> <laughs> the high pocket coat that they received? What What's nice is you can put your hands right under your under your breast on top of your gut into the coat. <laughs> Perfect. Just think. You know, like a kangaroo pouch? You just sit there like just that? Think. Just think. The only thing would be better is if you put, put your fingers together inside of it like a kangaroo, like a real pouch. But above your gut. They're connected. You know, like a like when you have a hoodie, it's, a, it's like you're wearing. You can it's do that. Nice, yeah. But it's on your gut. I'm talking about a, where they're resting on top. Right you can link your fingers and just set it right on top of the old shelf there. Even twiddle your thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> your big jug's getting in the way, Dave. I know. Oh, man. I got to get under the crease. <laughs> <laughs> really got to wedge it under those tits. So anyways, uh, Van Dyke Party Services, yeah. what are you doing? Planning a birthday or a Halloween, Halloween party? Yeah, maybe you're having a lame Halloween party at Mike Bo's house. I don't know. Yeah, what are you going to do? Throw out some eyeball dip or whatever, some <laughs> creepy f uh, finger cookies. Work on a set list. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> yeah, your party's going to stink unless you invite between <laughs> 5 and 29 Van Dyke first cousins. Right? We'll show up at your party, and I guarantee you're going to have the best time ever. And all it's going to cost you is $100 of cold art cash. That's it? Yeah, plus all of our expenses, which will be dear. But That's if fair. you're not 100% satisfied... We will give you back your $100, but those expenses have run through our body and potentially yours. Van Dyke Party Services. Don't live your life in regret. Brought to you by Clean Flow. Mm. Oh, man. Yeah. See, I did a little uh, edge on that one. Yeah. That was, Fast. That was it. So if you guys do want to sponsor our show, we do ads here uh, that are real, but you have to give us money. <laughs> That's the deal. We'll or make, goods. We'll or make goods. songs or goods. and jingles. And yeah, we'll make songs and jingles and really tell you... I tell about the show on Facebook Live were a big hit, so I can't imagine that we're not going to be like <laughs> we would take fire on. here. On we would love another food sponsor, you know, if someone has a food business. How about Ace Food Sponsor? Yeah, because right now we're not about nothing. I ain't got paid by a food sponsor. <laughs> I guess. Feel like <laughs> Yeah. Yes. You know, I'd I'd like to take a moment here to talk about one of our other sponsors, VG Meats, who I saw one of the. One of the great people for VG Meets at your Crown the Lion concert, Michael. Oh, yes. yes. And uh, 
saw him and his lovely wife. Good supporter. Yeah. And what they did was they, I don't want to say promised, but I think it was pretty much a promise that they were going to come by and drop something off for us. Man. You haven't seen anything? I have not. This is what you They're did? They're probably still working on it. Probably still working on it. Well, if this is what you said happened. This is right out of an honest man's mouth. Yeah. And we should be getting we should be getting some free shit soon. Yep. Right? Awesome. I'm going to I'm playing that card. <laughs> 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 you heard me do it. All right. We'll get the we'll get it. There's one there's more than one way to skin a cat or get a pepperette <laughs> or 12 or 25 or steak. All right. So, uh we got to get into our show which is called the Jar of Whores, because it's Halloween season. And I thought I would uh, take into a whole bunch of things that we are afraid of. Uh, there's a lot of shit going on right now that if you watch the news and stuff like that, that you should be terrified of. And uh, what, But there's also just things that when you're a kid, you know, you're meant to be afraid of from the scary movies and stuff like that. One of which is like... Uh, Let's just, you want to pull something out of the jar? Yeah, pull something out. Let's see what it is. Let's start it off, Peter. Oh, you lost one. Oh, there it is. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That old chestnut. (laughs) Let's go with uh, a witches. Mm. Okay? Now, witches, you know, you think of witches as, you know, the people with the green, like the one from Wizard of Oz or whatever. Wizard of Oz, right away. Right? I'll get you, my pretty. Right? But if you really think, that what you can also think about is, you know, in the in the, the states, you know, when the pilgrims were there, they had like the witches there burn at the stake. They had the Salem witch trials. You ever heard of that? Yes. They would kill witches. So the witches were like real things. People that practiced witchcraft and that. So I did some searches on Stephen Harper, the internet. Excellent choice. And uh, I started looking at these witches, and I started. I always knew about Salem witches. You know, but when you think about Salem witches, you don't think Salem's in Massachusetts, right? Mm-hmm. Mashed potatoes. And uh, Massachusetts, Salem's Massive by Boston, potatoes. right? And so, and uh, so these witches would have a lot of these witches would have like a <laughs> thick Boston accent, right? And I never thought about it. And then I went, I went, I found this clip. Can I play it for you? I'd love you to. Let me see if it works. Oh, she is. We're gonna have to do some. Oh, this looks interesting. Now, this girl's doing a love spell. She's doing a love, love spell. spell. Mm-hmm. Nice thick ring yeah. on her. Is it a waxy candle? Yeah, it's a couple burning, staring at each other. Now, at this time, I want you to make a wish and visualize him coming to you. So more to be. Oh, what's that? One, three times. Three times three, you show have love in your life. So more to be. This is the sacred apple. And it comes from the earth, so that's why witches love it. The girl's got a... She's got a fucking fingernail on it. And then we have another surprise, and we cut it. There's a perfectly five-star like, little yeah, pentacle here. So I'm going to carve this out head. for you. Right? Or she doesn't say fucking. Right where the always, star is. I can't is. the accent without saying fucking. Yeah. Right? So now we right? pour this beautiful honey into this wonderful open, sacred apple it's got a for the sweetness of love to be in your life. This has six or seven different herbs blended on the new moon for love. And I'm going to put this over here for you. Open top of the apple. Nothing but the best. Love and lust. Well, we'll and you have both. True soul. Love. Get some rose hit. And lust. Love. And you have both. So now at this time, I'm going to do a spell. And you would repeat it after me. 
Bite this apple and honey sweet. May your true love you soon meet. I call on the power of Venus, goddess of love, goddess of Friday. And I ask for your soulmate to be sent to you from above. That he will be full of protection and will provide for you, full of love and light. And your future will be ever so bright, so won't it be. It is done. We should go into the thing again to get... Clowns. Yeah. Clowns. Clowns. That's a really big deal right now. Yeah. That's crazy. Now, there's a real thing. What do you know about it, Steve? Uh, I I don't know where it started. I just I just know it's been happening all over the place. Now, uh, yeah, because it's the, you heard about it in, Car- in the Carolinas, I think, yeah. or something, is where it started. And then they said there's sightings and and started to spread like a disease, right? Mm-hmm. And you start hearing it everywhere. And now everyone's saying there's clowns in Burford. There's clowns in like all they saw them in. I heard London, Pine Grove. Pine Grove, right? Blaney. They're everywhere. Yeah, they're everywhere, right? You can see him in Rattlesnake Haba. Rattlesnake Haba. I was watching the World Series and they showed a clip of one of the players come or the players coming out in like a like a, the back of a truck, and there's people lined up to see the players. They're all excited, and there was a guy wearing a clown mask, and the one player spotted him and like was ready to punch him out. Oh, really? really? Player, yeah. Like, and it looked real. Like he was ready to hit him. Yeah, yeah, it is real because I saw a guy online today. He went and scared. Uh, he's a professional prankster. Right is what he is. He he's got millions of hits online or whatever. And anyways, he does. He went and scared this uh, African American gentleman, who went and proceeded to say the joke isn't funny, and take out his gun and f- pistol whip the clown with it. Oh wow! And then uh, turn around to to shoot him, you know. But he said the guy says like, uh, "You're on camera," and then he put his gun away or whatever. Holy cow! But he almost got like shot. And in Germany, there was a, a kid stabbed. A, in a clown get up because even in Germany, even in your country, that's Steve, right. Yeah, they, they had, stab you or burn you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ouch. That's, that's your people. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't find like they're not that scary. Clowns, not really. Germans. Yeah, my, my cousin, uh, or not my cousin, my nephew, uh, at the Waterford Pumpkin Fest this year, every clown that was in the parade. He would hightail it out of there, right? Because he's terrified of these clowns. Really? Eh? Mm-hmm. And a lot of like Halloween, like Halloween's coming up, and a lot of people are like banning. Oh yeah, you can't dress like a clown. Yeah, we were at the party store getting Halloween costumes for the kids, and Ryan was looking for a clown mask, and the girl said to him, "Don't get a scary clown, or you get beat up." Yeah. He's yeah. ten years old. Who would beat up a ten-year-old kid? So you got to be a happy clown. Oh, Is that the thing? That, that was her. That's what she thought. I don't know. Right. We can't beat up a I happy risk clown. It. Like his crusty clown, crusty the clown allowed. Yes. He's good? Yes, I think so. I think Cresty is a happy clown. Okay. Don't you he think he's really? a drunk? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's okay. I like him, but I don't think he's happy. Well, he's a comedian, right? <laughs> he's just constantly beating himself up. He thinks he can do better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's just a consummate professional, Cresty. <laughs> you know, in the original Simpsons, Cresty and Homer were supposed to, it was supposed to be like somehow unveiled that they're the same person. Oh really? Yeah, mm. that the whole that, uh, but then that Bart's it, idol is actually his dad. His dad, yeah, his dad. Homer is actually crusty, but then they abandon it somehow. Oh. Anyways, Simpsons trivia, weird facts. Oh, weird did, did, fact. Simpsons trivia. Let's go back into the jar. Uh, let's do the psycho killer nurses. Oh. 
There is a nurse. This is actually scary. It's close to home. <laughs> it's really close. Woodstock, Ontario, Canada. Uh, there's a girl, Elizabeth Tracy May Wetlaufer. And uh, she's a nurse in a nursing home that's accused of killing eight people, I think. Eight people. <laughs> oh, man. Seven, eight. So, and they were like aged, like the people that she killed were like aged uh, 79, was 75 was the youngest, and uh, 96 was the oldest. And she's also a drunk. No. What? Yeah. Well, she was, uh, she's a reformed alcoholic, or whatever we call it, recovered alcoholic. And since she's recovered, I don't think she's uh, killed anyone. She was drunk when she killed the people? Wow, that's what I've read in the article here. It's first, just I've re- I put the two together. First she, degree uh, b- murder. But right? if you look at the girl, she looks like anyone's like kind of like uh, malnourished, overweight, uh, you know, neighbor. Type, type two diabetes, typical. <laughs> yeah, you know, just like you know, stringy hair. She's not eating very well. She's like mostly like probably pastas, <laughs> box pizzas and stuff. You know, like. Joss Lewis is in there. But by all accounts, she was unaffected. She didn't come across creepy like she was a, some sort of creepy sure. psycho killer. Could be anybody's mom or grandma. Right. So it's a real shock, to, even to people she knows. Even to people she that know her, you know? It's a shock to them. But anyways, it's very close. And apparently it gives all nurses a bad name. Isn't that true, Mike? Yes. Because not all of them murder you in your sleep. Well, most are just there to try and help you do good things. Yes. Most Even of them though most people just shit on them. Literally. Literally. And figuratively. Yep. Yes. They're always putting their fingers where they don't belong, Michael. That's why they wear gloves. How come when you're in a car accident they have to put you, your finger in your bum? It doesn't make sense. They say they're testing a reflex. They just want to see if you're going to... My reflex is I don't like your finger in your bum. I'll tell you with my mouth. <laughs> I don't have to tell you with my butthole. Just ask. You just ask me. Now my, that's my reflex. It's a mental reflex. Don't do it. What's this got to do with anything? <laughs> right. Anyways, the next one. What is? What's another scary thing? How about mummies? Oh. You know mummies <laughs> with a U or an O. Mummies with a U. Mummies with an O are not scary. Well, they could be, they I suppose. Be. They're yeah. nurturing. They should be nurturing with their bosoms. <laughs> right, Charlie? My mommy's scary. Didn't you breastfeed till you were 17? <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> you know, uh, but I was just saying, like, mummies, it makes me think about those crazy old fucking Egyptians, right? Those guys didn't. Those guys thought that this is how they're going to preserve their life forever is to wrap themselves and preserve them. You know what? It worked pretty good. Their bodies were preserved, but they're still dead as a doornail, right? Yep. Nothing else changed about that. Just made of sawdust. But what it made, did, did make me think about is how would you guys want to be disposed of when you die? Oh. Mm. Good question. Steven, do you know? I got one. I got one. Uh, there's a company that will take your body and put it into a uh, like fetal position and you basically grow a tree out of yourself, and you oh, can re- planted. I thought they burned you first. No, there's, there's a bunch of them coming up now that are doing that. Yeah, but they're, 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 one, one of them I saw they cremate you first, and your ashes go in the dirt, and then they plant a tree. Yeah, yeah. And there's the one Steve's talking about. Where they actually put your your body in a like a root bag with a tree. Yep. 
Oh, man. (laughs) So you're in the dirt and the roots are like growing through your body and stuff like like that. that, And you're composing around the tree or whatever, decomposing around the tree. And certainly parts of your molecules would get sucked up into the tree. You'd be part of the tree. What kind of tree would you want? Ooh, I don't know. Wormwood? (laughs) It is a tree. Mine would be Inglewood. Uh, mine would be some sort of a hardy fruit tree. I would say probably like a some, some sort a of pear. Fruit? Yeah, yeah. Oh no, like a like a pear or an apple, something with a nice that can get, get through a good hard winter. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I'd want. Yeah. Because otherwise it could die. If it, I want it to die. Something that goes good with a sharp cheese. <laughs> yeah, maybe an apricot. Mm. Mm. Oh, a pear is better. I'm gonna stick with pear. You know, I bought it. I have, matches your shape, so it's perfect. I have a. <laughs> that's not bad. That's not bad. I have put on a bit of weight. I have put on a bit of unsightly weight, Dave. You want to do some sort of ridiculous sort of weight loss thing, like a Lent or something? Uh, this is what I was I'm thinking about. Ready. This is what I was thinking about doing for Lent. It was not free basting gravy. <laughs> right? Did you say free basting? I heard free basting. <laughs> yeah. It makes sense with gravy. Gravy. It's like a mashup between I freely based it, based my body in gravy. <laughs> no, <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna give a fast food because uh, I eat it all the time now because it's like you're super hungry and you're just you're done on the road it. a lot. And yeah, and you're just like oh, I gotta get something quick and you get like a couple of delicious, delicious cheeseburgers. What's your go-to? Like if you want a cheeseburger, will you drive? Like if there's a Wendy's, will you drive to a McDonald's or like what are you? You know what my go-to has been has been McDonald's just because they're open, and the rest <laughs> of them aren't. By the time I get done, they're like there's like nothing much open, so you don't have much choice. But so McDonald's drive-through is like one of the only things. Yeah, good hours. And uh, so I go there. I always go, uh, I, but I do try to go to Fast Eddie's if I can get there on time. Oh, but they uh, they Friday. always end up snubbing me. So now I've 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 uh, I've cut them out completely. Oh really? Yeah. Love Fast Eddie's. No, just at late night, I can't get turned down. The lights are all on. I can see the people in there, and they still won't take my fucking order. Right? I know you can still got some fries lying oh, around. Come on. Just throw them in there with some of that freaking mayonnaise sauce that you got. <laughs> I go for the pickle fry. I go for the Max. The the uh, It's called the Max Fry. Ed's Max Fry. It's got mayonnaise on it? No, it's a pickle sauce, and they throw pickles in it, too. But it's like a pickle mayonnaise. <laughs> Have you had it? No, I haven't. Oh, wow. it's freaking good. I said, I remember going and having a five-minute conversation at the drive-thru with the lady about it. What's this as Max Fry? She's like, well, it's got like a pickle sauce or whatever. Sauce? Like, what kind of sauce? Like a mayonnaise base? And she's like, yeah, man. Oh, I yeah. guess it's mayonnaise. <laughs> Suddenly squeeze out of a thing. <laughs> That's all it is. Every Dutch person who's listening right now, their ears perked up oh, when you said fuck. fries and mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah they're delicious. It's delicious. out of a tube. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. You know what the best thing in Holland for late night snacks that they had when I was uh, these Born? windows? It was like um, women in it. No, it was food. Oh, and you just uh, you go into this room, and it's just all these little like lockers. You know, like um, you know, like if you got to go put your like bathing suit in a. A small or like an airport locker or something like that, like yeah. those small lockers, but they got like a window in front, and you just put your money in, and then you open it up. But behind the the little windows is a full kitchen or whatever, right? And they're just keeping these things stocked with like hot hamburgers. So you put in your like money, and you pull open this thing, and there's a hot hamburger in there under like a warm light or whatever. Oh, nice. Mm. 
I had the best. Can, like it's clear, you can see what it is. You look, yeah, you look at all the different things you can eat. It's like there's a shawarma there, and there's a, or there's like a uh, what's that thing called samosa, and then then it's like a, a hamburger. Yeah, a little display windows, and you can just put your money in, open it up. <laughs> open it up, and there's hot food there. Just open it up. <laughs> just open it up. Simple. <laughs> yeah, it was, I had the best hamburger I ever had. It, it was a peanut saute ha- hamburger. In Holland. In All Holland. Just open it up. The heck? I think it could have been the fact that uh, that I was in Amsterdam that made it taste so delicious. Did you get a disposable schuckleduck? No, you didn't. Oh. <laughs> just to clean up? <laughs> <laughs> disposable scootle duke that's what they call him there. you need your garbage scootle duke it's good for cleaning up <laughs> after your cheeseburger you got some shosh on your lips there's <laughs> <laughs> shosh on your lips anyways you know what let's let's fucking call this a show by ending it with a thing called uh, Weird facts. You want to do some weird facts? Oh, shit. Oh, there you go, Wes. Sorry, buddy. Weird facts. You know, a stripper once uh, filed a case to write off the cost of her breast implants. And uh, she won. As her fake boobs were considered a stage prop. Yes. As well they should be. If you make your living having those big cans, you should be able to write them off, don't you think? Yeah. Did you know that female kangaroos, koalas, wombats, and Tasmanian devils all have one thing in common? A pouch. No, it may be, Dave. But they also have three vaginas. What? Yes. What? Come on, say that again. What? Three vaginas each. Like... Even the men. That's what it says here, my weird facts. Do you know if you curse, people will remember what you say more? As swearing directly affects the emotions of the listener more than normal words. That's why this episode has been hurt by the missing Paul Van Dyke. Let's just collectively. Thank you, Steve. I didn't do that. Yes, you did. Now everyone will remember us. Attempting to commit suicide in England was once considered illegal. And it was ironically punishable by death. You get how that's ironic? Ironic facts. Don't you think? Unlike all Alanis Morissette's bullshit. None of those things were ironic. ironic. There's a thing called the Gulabi... A Gulabi gang. It's a gang of women in India that on call beat up abusive husbands with brooms. Really? Right. So uh, just like the bad signal will go up and a bunch of these Indian ladies will get together and beat someone's husband up with a broom. With a bunch of brooms. Just broomsticks? Or? If they're being a dick. If the husband's being a dick. Well, I think they'd use the... It would help. You want to use a stick if you want to cause real problems. At the age of 82, Kurt Vonnegut 
threatened to sue Paul Mall Cigarettes for $1 billion Paul Mall's, for not being able to kill him. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's false. So you can't kill me, motherfucker. All this sound. Uh, this is the one weird fact that I think sounds like horseshit, right? When it's like all the women employed by the Australian Navy are offered free boob jobs by the government. In the Navy? What? It's got to be one of those things where like it's like you get like benefits for being in the Navy, and one of the things covered under those benefits is boob jobs. You know what I mean? So everyone has the right to get a boob job. It's not like you join the Navy and you get a free pair of tits. You know, it's, it's not like that. That's how the fact is written. But I don't believe it to be true. I still read it. Okay, there are only two bodily responses that cannot be controlled once started. Sneeze. That is correct. That's one. What's the second one? Laughter. Incorrect. Shit, man. No, not shit either. Fa 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 fuck. That's correct, Steve. Orgasms. Oh. Hey. Once you started it, you can't stop it. That's why when your wife's gonna have an orgasm, you just gotta say really mean things when she starts. Because <laughs> she's still gonna have a happy experience when you're telling her. You're like, I crashed the, you know, I crashed the car and fuck your sister. <laughs> she's still doing it. What'd you say? Oh, shit. You know, in uh, Lady Gaga, speaking of orgasms, Lady Gaga believes that she can give herself an orgasm just by thinking about it. Hmm. Yeah. It's because nobody else is fucking here. I guess so. We had a guy, a guy in gym cl- uh, that was in my high school that said he could give himself a boner just by thinking about it. And he would sit there in the change room and just think hard about his dick. Until his dick would get hard. Clench his fists. Yeah, just clench his fists and think about sexy things. Fuck. <laughs> I wish I could. Yeah, that's a true story. You know, uh, masturbation in the Victorian era was considered harmful, and to stop it, a metal ring was put around the penis. So if it erects. Spikes protrude. Oh, what? Yeah, that's a hell of a thing to wear to bed. Because oh. you get just involuntary. Or on the bus. Or on the bus. Yeah. Or any other sort of inappropriate function. Or sorry. Uh, no. I don't have any more. Hey, uh, what we should do, everybody, is uh, have a happy Halloween. Go and soap some windows. Watch out for clowns. If, you like, if you'd like to, uh, spread the word around. And do the, the monster mash. <laughs> and do the monster mash, yeah. If you'd like to uh, spread the word around, do so and let everyone listen to our show. We're available on oh. iTunes and Facebook and all the social media outlets. Uh, otherwise, you can uh, give us some feedback. On, uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Snapchat, blah, blah, blah. Or uh, come see me at uh, do stand-up in uh, Hamilton Yuck Yucks next Wednesday or uh, at the Kiwi in, in Cambridge on November 9th. Otherwise, we will see you NT. We'll see you next Thursday.
<laughs> I think you're gonna roll it out there, percussionist. Buzz.